I'm the man of the hour, legendary sports talk. We too bad to go sour. Hey, welcome to another great segment of legendary sports talk. Hey, listen, I got an amazing segment for you all today. I want to talk about last night's game between the New England Patriots and the Houston Texans. Listen, um, I was in my feelings last night. I couldn't record last night because, you know, when the Patriots lose, you know, I, I I don't know, man. It just it's something comes over me to where I just don't I, I hate to record because I'm gonna say things that I really mean, but I really don't mean. But now, you know, I done got over it a little bit. Now I'm gonna talk about what happened in this game last night. The final score was 28-22. Houston beat New England. The score was a little closer than I feel like it felt. You know, um, Tom Brady. Um, had another. He had another bad game in my in, in, in my you know in my eyes. Um, he had a QBR of twenty seven. Um, he completed twenty four for forty seven passes, three hundred twenty six yards. A lot of those passes came in the fourth quarter when garbage time. He was sacked three times, and it's, it was like he was frustrated last night. Um, I think that it's starting to get to him that his receivers cannot get open. Um, I, I was seeing him lashing out last night at his wideouts, something that I normally don't see him do. And last night, kind of like, um, I was thinking like, man, you know, this is a Tom Brady here who never let his emotions get the best of him. But last night, I think that with the games, you know, um, he, he's getting frustrated with the passing game. The receivers cannot get any separation. Um, like, like I said, Sony Michelle is becoming a no non-factor now. Um, he pretty much had 10 carries, 45-yard, most of those in the first half. Um, I don't even know if he even played in the second half. I'm going to be honest with you. I think he may have, may, he maybe had one carry in the second half in which he probably didn't get no yards. So Bill Belichick probably most likely put him into the doghouse. Um, they pretty much went with James White. I think Tom Brady went away from what he normally do. I think that he was pretty much so frustrated with the offense that he just said, you know what? Everybody, get out of my way. I'm going to go with my two reliable sources, and that is um, Julian Edelman and James White. Because I feel like in the fourth quarter, it was basically Julian Edelman, James White, James White, James White, James White, James White, Julian Edelman. That's how it was It was coming. And they got back into the game. They came within an onside kick. Um, you know, if they would have got the onside kick, it would have been like maybe 52 seconds on the clock. And we all know what Tom Brady can do with 50 seconds. Um, so the score was, we only lost by six. I feel like we lost by more, but it kind of like when I'm thinking about the game, I'm like, man, we could have really won the game if we would have got that onside kick. Um, Brandon Bowden pretty much had his hand on the ball. If he could have brought it down, we could have got the ball. But, you know, it is what it is. We lost. But Tom Brady, um, James White, 14 carries, 79 yards. He also had eight catches. For 98 yards and one touch and two touchdowns. Both of those touchdowns came in the second half. Um, we didn't start scoring until late in the th third quarter. Um, so I, um, we had three points. You know, it was 21 to three, and that's when we started. You know, started picking up our offense just a little bit. You know, uh, going into the fourth quarter. Uh, like I said, Sony Michelle he had 10 carries for 45 yards. Um, and, 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 and Rex Burkhead had 15, 15 yards. You know, Tom Brady almost had more yards than him. Tom Brady had one carry for 13 yards. Julian Edelman, he had six catches, 106 yards, one touchdown on 12 targets. Um, Jacoby Myers is becoming somebody that I'm looking at, and I'm like, man, dude, this kid right here could become a stud. 
I'm starting to figure, I'm starting to think, why did the Patriots go out and drive Nikhil Harry in the first round? Um, was he a first-round talent? I don't know. Um, I'm looking at some of these rookie wideouts like um, Nikhil, um, 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 Nikhil um, the guy from Kansas City, um, the, um, the, 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 little, the, the rookie wide receiver that they have down there. Um, and I'm looking at him, and I'm looking at um, the, the, guy from, the guy from the Seattle Seahawks, and I'm just thinking like, man, both of those receivers went in the second round. How come we couldn't have waited to the second round? And that's the same thing I said about the last draft. Why did Bill Belichick go out and draft Sonny Michelle in the first round when he could have got Nick Chubbs in the second round? You know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like, man, dude, this is a bad draft. You know, Jacoby Myers, an undrafted rookie from North Carolina State, three catches, 46 yards, hell, our first-round draft pick, Nikhil Harry, zero catches, zero yards. Hell, the one pass that Tom Brady did throw to him, it was picked off. You know, Rex Burkhead, zero catches, nothing. Muhammad Sanu, we traded a pick for him, three catches, 14 yards. Philip Dorsett, two catches, 15 yards. He targeted them. He targeted um, Sanu five times. He targeted Philip Dorsett six. Ben, um, Benjamin Watson, I think, should get more catches, you know, because lacrosse, is, he's just not good. He's just not a good tight end. And, and, and if you know anything about the Patriots offense, we are a type of offense that we are a tight end-oriented offense. And like I said, we just not getting nothing from our tight end position since Rob Gronkowski left. But I'm looking at um, Hollister down there in, uh, in Seattle, and I'm just thinking, like, man, we had him. A.J. Derby, we had him. I think Bill Belichick, I don't know if it's scouting or what, but some of the players that he's taken, he shouldn't take these players. You know, um... And and basically looking at this receiving core, it's just depleted. You know, um, Tom Brady can come and he can probably throw to some of these flag football players down here on Fort Hood and probably can throw for 300 yards. And they'll probably do a better job than, than these receivers that we got, um, most likely. But um, I'm not going to take nothing away. The defense didn't play as good, um, but those guys played pretty good. I think that Tom Brady threw the interception first, the first interception he threw. Well, the only interception he threw when he targeted Nikhil Harry, it was pretty much like he put the defense in a bad situation because the um, the Houston Texans had a short field, so that got everything started. You know, um, like I said, Deshaun Watson had another great game. Everybody that know me know I'm a big Deshaun Watson fan, man. Um, I say the kid is special. That's just me. You know, everybody else can you know ride Lamar Jackson and whatever. You know, Lamar Jackson is really good. But if I had a choice to start my team, I'm gonna start with Deshaun Watson because I just the kid is he's he's special. You know, like and last night he pretty much proved it again. 18 for 25, 234 yards and three touchdowns. He was sacked three times, but he also had a quarterback a QBR of 78. You know that that's good. That's that's a, that's a good QBR. You know he's not a runner. Um, Deshaun Watson really don't run. He only run four times. That's why I try to tell everybody he can run. He just don't run because he can throw so good. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, you know, he was held in check. Um, he had five catches for uh, 64 yards, but he had like 50 of those yards on one on one possession. I mean, on one um, drive. So I was looking at it like, okay, you know, he did good, but I think that Stephon Gilmore did a pretty good job on him, you know. Um, um, 
Kenny Steele had three catches, 61 yards. He had one touchdown. Duke Johnson, he got on all linebackers, and he had five catches, 54 yards, one touchdown. Fails, same thing, getting open on all linebackers, one touchdown. I think the Patrick Chung were pretty much missing, missing plays. I don't know was he confused or what. But the Texas defense played really good. I got to give it up to him. I'm not going to take nothing away from him. Everybody know how I feel about Bill O'Brien. I think that he's he's one of um, Bill Belichick's protege. Um, but, you know, he did a good job last night. Him and Romeo Cornell, they had a really good game plan. So I think they really was ready for the Patriots. And the Patriots offense is really struggling. This is a vulnerable time. This is a time that you, you can catch them right now and you can actually beat this team. This team is very vulnerable. They're very beatable right now. And everybody better catch them right now before they get to where they're going to get to around the middle the middle and the end of December. Because everybody knows that the Pacers are going to get better. They're going to come and they're going to get better. But, you know, it, it, the thing about it is we got two hard games that's coming up. This week we have Kansas City. Next week we have the Buffalo Bills. So, you know, can we win both of those games? Yeah, we can win both of those games. You know, do we need to win both of those games? Yeah, yes, we need to win both of those games. At least we have to win at least one of those games. Because if we can get if we get um, three and four losses, then we're gonna get tied with Kansas City and the rest of those guys for home field. You know, so we gotta win these next two games. You know, but it was a really good game. As I, like I said at the beginning, the New England Patriots lost to the Houston Texans 28-22 to push our record right now to 10 and 2. Houston Texans 8 and 4. And it's pretty much knocked the Patriots out of that number one seed. Now they're in the number two seed because the Baltimore Ravens own the tiebreaker being that they beat us in Baltimore three weeks ago. Hey, thank you all again for listening to another great segment of Legendary Sports Talk. Everybody, have a blessed night. Hey, what's up, sports world? Hey, listen, I'm the man of the hour, legendary sports talk. We too bad to go sour. Hey, welcome to another great segment of legendary sports talk. Hey, I got an amazing segment for you all today. Listen, I'm going to talk about every last game that went on in the NFL. I'm not going to talk about it a lot, but I'm going to tell you every last score and the most impressive player that I saw in every last one of these games. All right, I'm going to start off with the uh, with the Thanksgiving games, all right? The Chicago Bears versus the Detroit Lions. Mitchell Trubisky, he threw a um, a, game, a go-ahead touchdown, three-yard touchdown to David um, Montgomery with two minutes, and 13 sec- two minutes and 17 seconds to go. And it led the um, Chicago Bears to a 24-20 win. As you know, Chicago Bears will be at home this Thursday against the Dallas Cowboys. I can't wait for that game. And it's pushed the Bears right now to 6-6. Six and six. They're both, they both, them and the Dallas Cowboys both have the same record. All right, Buffalo Bills going down to Dallas to face the Cowboys. And we already know how this game went, and I'm so happy to report this game because I love it when Dallas Cowboys lose. Dallas Cowboys lost that game 26-15. Hey, it was another, it was a, it was another great game by the Buffalo Bills quarterback, Josh Allen. He had 19 for 24, 231 yards, and one touchdown. All right. David Singletary, he had 14 carries, 60, um, 63 yards, and little cold, measly Beasley. Hey, he returned back to Dallas um, on Thanksgiving. He had six catches, 110 yards, and one touchdown. And he pretty much outplayed his counterpart, the guy that the Dallas Cowboys got rid of him for, um, Randall Cobb. Hey, so that's another that's another great game for the the Buffalo Bills as they move to nine and three. They pretty much about to go ahead and clinch the playoff berth. Um, the Buffalo Bills will. 
All right, I'm going to go on to the next game. Um, The New Orleans Saints versus Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons, they're just a mess. But they have been playing pretty good lately. Um, But the New Orleans Saints went down there. They pretty much took care of business like I knew they would. Um, Drew Brees was 18 for 30, 184 yards, and one touchdown. Matt Ryan, 35 for 50, 312 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Of course, he's going to throw those two picks. Um, Alvin Kamara had 61 yards on 11 carries. Jerry Cook was the leading receiver with 85 yards. Another great game by the New Orleans Saints as they move to 10-2 and two and they're positioning themselves for a home playoff game. If they can get that, if they the, the New Orleans Saints, I think they need home field advantage throughout the playoff. If they can get home field advantage throughout the playoff, I really think that the New Orleans Saints can win the Super Bowl. I really do feel that way because they have a really good defense and it's really hard to win in that stadium. All right, we're going to go to the next game. Jets, Bengals, ain't nobody care about these two teams. I promise you, don't nobody really care about these two teams. I thought the Jets would win. The Jets had the better record. They was 4-8. and eight. I was like, man, you know what? The Jets can be 5-8. and eight. But guess what? The Jets pretty much proved me to be who I always thought they was. And that is, and that is a losing team. Um, they came in there, the, uh, the Bengals. They welcomed back um, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, 22 for 37, 247 yards and one touchdown. All right. Sam Donald, he went 28 for 48, 239 yards. Le'Veon Bell had 10 carries, 32 yards. Hey, listen, I could have probably got 32 yards just sitting here on my couch. Joe Mixon had 44 yards. It was a great game by it was a great game by the um the um the Cincinnati Bengals as they win the first game of the year. They're 1-11. Most likely they're gonna still win that number one draft. They're going to get that number one draft pick. All right, the Tennessee Titans versus the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts was a mess. Jacoby Brissett, he was throwing picks after pick after pick. You know, and like I tell everybody, Jacoby, when he's playing good, he's playing good. When he's playing bad, he's playing bad. And also, Adam Vinatieri, I think this right here will be his last year. I always said this. You know, he's a great kicker, but once a kicker starts to lose their pride, just once they start losing their confidence, it's pretty much over with for him. He struggled in this game, and the Tennessee Titans came out on top with Ryan Tannehill, that quarterback, 17 for 22, 182 yards, two touchdowns. He was sacked six times, but he still won this game. And he had a 29.9 QBR. But they still managed to win this game because Jacoby Brissett had two interceptions. And Derrick Henry, the most hottest running back in the NFL right now, 26 carries, 149 yards, and he pretty much was ripping everything apart for this Tennessee Titans team as they move to 7-5 and five and position themselves for a playoff berth. All right, we're going to go on to the Eagles and the Dolphins. I know what you're thinking. The Eagles, oh man, the Eagles, that's the easy win. No, I'm going to tell you this right here, right now. The Eagles pretty much lost this game, and I was surprised. Walking to them pretty much did what I thought walking to them would do. Pretty much throw another game. Walking to them, I know you're listening. You need to get right, man. I want you all to make the playoff and not the Dallas Cowboys. Carson walking to them wins 28 for 46, 310 yards, three touchdowns. He also had one interception. But their defense couldn't stop nobody. The defense couldn't even stop a high school team right now. But this is what I don't get about this Eagles team. That's so inconsistent. Every now and then, you see their offense will play good and their defense play bad, or their offense play bad and their defense will play um the defense will play good. So you never get them, you know, in sync with each other. They're, they're so inconsistent. You know, and, and Ryan, Magic Fitzpatrick, had 27 for 39, 365 yards and three touchdowns. Like I tell everybody about Ryan. Ryan, Magic Fitzpatrick. See, Fitz, 
We'll have one good game, but next game he's going to come out there and I promise he's going to throw three to four interceptions. I can guarantee you that. That's just the way it is. I don't know what's wrong with this guy. But he had a, a, another good game. Miles Sanders, the rookie, 17 carries, 83 yards. Alshon Jeffers came back. He had nine catches, 137 yards. Nelson Aguilar, I look forward to this guy right here being on free agent. I look forward to him being out of the NFL within the next two or three months. I can guarantee you that. The guy can't catch a cold in the wintertime. Devontae Parker had seven catches, 159 yards, and two touchdowns for the Miami Dolphins as they move to three and nine, and the Eagles go to five and seven. I don't think the Eagles want to make the playoff. The Eagles is doing everything in their power to let these Cowboys make it to the playoff. You know, when I look at these two teams, six and six, five and seven, I look at these two teams, I see two garbage trucks just riding. I look at two garbage trucks riding down the road. That's exactly what these two teams are, garbage trucks. Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. This is, both of them shouldn't make the playoff. That's how I feel about it. But who, who am I? I'm nobody. The Philadelphia, I mean, the next game will be the Packers versus Giants. The Packers pretty much did what I knew they would do. I'm not going to even go into this game. Um, Danny Dimes throws another three interceptions in this loss as they lost this game. 31-13. Um, now the, um, the Green Bay Packers went to 9-3 as the um, Giants go to 2-10. And Saquon is pretty much frustrated down there. All right, I'm going to go to the next game. As you know, a couple weeks ago, these two teams, the um, the Browns and the Steelers, they had uh, all type of craziness going on with Miles Garrett pretty much wrapping somebody across his head with a helmet. But this game right here pretty much went to the Steelers and Duck Hodges. Duck Hodges came into this game, and he's played really good. Now I'm going to talk about Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is one of the most overrated quarterbacks I've seen in the NFL. But nobody nobody wants to criticize him. There's only one person that would criticize him, and that's Stephen A. Smith. Thank you, Stephen A. I just want to tell you that. You know I don't like you either. But, hey, thank you for criticizing him because he definitely needed it. And he is one of the main reasons why this Cleveland Browns team is 5-7. and seven. Now, the Steelers are 7-5. They're positioning themselves to win that division if they can continue to win. But I just don't think they're going to get that division this year, Ben, because the Baltimore Ravens are just that good. They're at 10-2. All right, the Redskins winning another game. They're 3-9. and nine. The Redskins beat the Panthers. And like I keep telling everybody that listen, hey, before y'all, before the Panthers try to get rid of Cam Newton, they might want to look at it because Cal Adler, he had another subpar game, 16 QBR. He was 27 for 46, 278 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, but it's still... Resorted into a loss. 13 for 25 for Dwayne Haskins, 147 yards. He was sacked five times. He had a nine QBR. But guess what? He still got the guy, he still got the job done because of his running game. They had 30 carries for 248 yards. Darius Geis had 129 yards and two touchdowns with the and Adrian Peterson, the old guy, 13 carries, 99 yards. So this so so the Redskins are really starting to play good under um Dwayne Haskins lately. So I hope that they continue to put it, leave him in there and, and, and these guys going to continue to win because I, I kind of like the Redskins a little bit. All right, next game, Tampa Bay and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Don't nobody care about these two teams. Buffalo, I mean, um, Tampa Bay, 5-7. and seven. They won this game 28-11. to 11. I don't know how. I don't even know how Jacksonville even got 11. But I know Nick Foles got, got best again. 
and um, Minshew pretty much took over back again for the um, Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville is four and eight. Um, I just don't know what's going on with Jacksonville, man. I think that defense is just tired of playing. You know, I, I, that, that's the way I feel about him. I just think they're tired of playing because their offense is so bad. And Leonard Fournette, he's pretty much not doing nothing. So it's kind of like, oh, my God, what are we doing? Okay, it is what it is. But, hey, let's go to the next game. In the game of the week, 49ers-Ravens. 49ers go down to Baltimore in a rainy, muddy game. And Deshaun, I mean, um, Lamar Jackson pretty much rushed for 100 yards, passed for 100 yards, and the Ravens escaped it this game. You know, I think that it pretty much, this rain pretty much benefited the Ravens more than it benefited the 49ers, and they won, and they lost this game 20 to 17. I think that these two teams right here may meet again in the Super Bowl, possibly, but these are two really, really good teams, two really, really good defense, but I started seeing a little bit of um, a, a weakness in this Ravens defense, and it's their run defense. But, hey, let's go to the next game. Raven, um, Rams and, and Cardinals. Listen, the Rams defense dominated Kyler Murray. He came in with a, with, a, with a knee injury. He's already hurt, but they pretty much dominated him. They made him look average. They made him look like the rookie that he is, and they dominated him 34-7. to 7. Um, and, and, and Jared Goff pretty much had a monster game. He had over 300 yards in the first half. So I, I, I just think that these two teams, these two teams in the same division, these two teams, both of these teams may not even make the playoffs. I'm going to be honest with you um, because of how good that division is. So like I said, the Rams can keep winning, but they got to hope for the Seattle Seahawks and uh, San Francisco 49ers to slip up somewhere because it's going to be hard for me to see three teams from one division get into the playoff. Chargers-Broncos, everybody know the Chargers, they're going to find a way to lose a game. I promise you they are. Phillip Rivers, he's going to find a way to lose a game, and that's exactly what he did this game right here. They're losing to the Denver Broncos 23-20. All right, the Chiefs-Ravens, Chief-Raiders. All right, Chief pretty much beat the brakes off the, uh, the Raiders. Um, it was a game that I felt like, you know, the, the Raiders, Derek Carr pretty much showed me the real Derek Carr. Um, I think that they're going to have to go away from him after this season. I think they may need to drop a quarterback in the draft because the Raiders, I just don't think Derek, Derek Carr is that guy. Even though um, Patty Mahomes only had 175 yards, they still won 40-9. to nine. But this week, the Chiefs will travel to New England to face the Patriots. Um, they're going to take the 8-4 record up there to New England and face the, um, the, the, defending, the defending Super Bowl champions. And I think that that's going to be a really, really good, entertaining game. And tonight's game, the final game of this week, um, was the Vikings versus the Seattle Seahawks. Okay. This right was a very entertaining game. It came down to the end. Dalvin Cook got knocked out the game. Um, so... Russell Wilson pretty much finished 21 of 31, 240 yards, two touchdowns with one interception. And Chris Carson had 102 yards. Um, Rashad Penny had 74 yards. They had over 200 yards of rushing. And I just think Russell Wilson did just enough to lead his team. Even though Kirk Cousin pretty much almost led the comeback. He was 22 for 38, 276 yards. And these guys was down big at one point. Um, Seattle Seahawks had went on a run, and and, and 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 it was pretty much over with. I thought the game was over with. They was down. It was like thirty-one to, I think it was thirty-one to seventeen, 
And I was just like, man, this game is over with, you know. But the Minnesota Vikings fought back with Kirk Cousins. Um, like I said, he had 276 yards, two touchdowns. Dalvin Cook got knocked out the game, so he only had 29 yards rushing, but he also had one touchdown. And they was also missing um, Adam Thielen um, in this game. Um, Laquan, Laquan Treadwell had, you know, he had one catch, 58 yards, you know, one touchdown. He, he was wide open when he caught it. Um, Stephon Diggs, he had four catches, 25 yards. Very off day for him, very off game for him. You know, I normally expect him to do more, but he was off this game. Um, I expect for him to come back next game and, and probably have a monster game. Um, he dropped a couple passes. He also had a pass interference that was on the defense. So, you know, that was a good play. But for the most part, man, um, I think the, um, the the Minnesota Vikings have to see where they're going because this race is coming down to crunch time. And you want to know what's crazy? The Seattle Seahawks is the number one team in the NFC. That is crazy. You know, with the San Francisco, with the way they've been dominating, but the because the Seattle Seahawks own the tiebreaker with with the 49ers, that's the reason why they're number one. And Seattle and, and the San Francisco 49ers drop all the way down to number five. You know, with the Dallas Cowboys, the playoffs started today. The Seattle Seahawks will be the number one seed. The um the um San Francisco 49ers will be the number five seed, and they would be, and they would be traveling to Dallas to face the six and six, a damn six and six team. Against a 10 and 2 team. But listen, the NFL, everybody always say that the seasons are already messed up. So hopefully one day they, they decide to fix it. You know, it is what it is. These are two, these are the two teams that if they, if it started today, but I still predict that the Dallas Cowboys would not make the playoff. But hey, thank you all again for listening to another great segment of Legendary Sports Talk. Everybody, have a blessed night and thank you again for listening. Thank you.